Welcome to the Motorhome Matt podcast. Caravans, campervans, motorhomes and more. It's the place to get hints, tips and impartial advice from the expert himself, Matt Sims. Brought to you by ThatLeisureShop.com. Join us on the journey with Motorhome Matt. Welcome back to the Motorhome Matt podcast with me, Keith Gooden. And with me, Motorhome Matt. It's all brought to you with ThatLeisureShop.com. Good to have you here. And in this podcast, we're hot hotter and hottest steady understanding your motorhome control systems for your heating and your hot water but before we get to that hot topic <laughs> uh, as alan partridge would say uh, let's talk about the news first shall we as we always do ah you're off to germany no jokes no nope. <laughs> don't do it don't yeah. do it the team and i are off for a little holiday the uh, caravan salon in dusseldorf in germany it's a biggie isn't it it's a massive show. I think it's the biggest industry show in Europe. I think it's the biggest in the world, but it is huge. Uh, we think the NEC show in October is big, and that is a big show. But this, in comparison, is, I don't know how much bigger, a lot bigger. It takes days to go around it. It's ungrossen showing. <laughs> <laughs> it is unhugen showing. <laughs> It takes days to go round, honestly. Every European manufacturer is generally there with their innovations, their prototypes, new products and stuff that's coming out across Europe, some of which, of course, we will see in the UK. Not been for a few years, uh, so really looking forward to it. Fantastic. And when can we hear some stuff from the show? Uh, well, hopefully soon after. We, we'll probably be posting on socials from the show. It's at the end of August, early September. And no doubt we'll have some content going out through the autumn and into the winter. Fabulous. Now, one in 10 caravan owners are very naughty. Ripe Caravan Insurance has interviewed 508 touring caravan owners and discovered that 10% of them have previously driven with a child in the caravan when towing, I presume, and 12% have done so with an adult in the back. Well, that's shocking me, to be honest, because that's dangerous stuff, isn't it? It's really silly. I presume the 12% were with the 10% either children went unattended in the back. You've been naughty. Get in. We're going. It doesn't sound right, It's ridiculous. It? No, you shouldn't be doing that. You yeah. really shouldn't be doing that. Uh, you risk a £2,500 fine and three points on your licence. I'm surprised it's as low as three points. I think that yeah. should be a six or a nine-pointer. Imagine being the police officer that pulls over the caravan because there's a kid pinned to the back window screaming let me out well you know what the kids do they get a piece of paper don't they and they put help. it out of the window help me i'm trapped and stuff like that and in this day and age people take that sort of stuff uh, very seriously so don't be naughty no. when you're towing and make sure that your relatives and friends are in the car with you i've always wanted to go in a tow car when it's being towed it's like a really obedient little dog on the back of a motorhome and the steering wheel spins like mad when you go around a corner. It'd be fascinating. But no, I'm not going to do it. And it's illegal and naughty. I understand. I won't be doing it. He's not going to be doing it. No. Uh, the NEC show, the big one, is coming up. And Matt is not just an expert here. He's an expert there as well. <laughs> I've been very graciously asked to be on the Ask the Experts panel every day at the show at 1.30pm. Which is an honour, I'll be honest. There's only a small elite group of us, but every day they are hosting a panel on the Inspiration Theatre. Uh, half past one, and you can come along and ask questions of me and several other industry experts. So, yeah, do come along. 1.30 every day. We'll see you there. 
Yep, absolutely. Come along with the question, how can I best cook my sausages, Matt? And then we'll know that you're a listener. How can I best <laughs> cook my sausages, Matt? It's a code. It is. <laughs> and talking of codes, we've got a ticket discount code for the show, haven't we? We have, yeah. If you go to uh, mcshow.co.uk, that's the place to get your tickets for the October show. And use the code M-M-A-T-T, that's M-M-A-T-T to save a few pennies off your uh, ticket to the show. Uh, parking is included in the ticket. Uh, Under-15s are free, but they have to have a ticket. Uh, and the only aid dogs are allowed in the show, so only guide dogs and, and so on. So you can't take your pet in and look around the motems with them, unfortunately. So the website is mcshow.co.uk, or the way I like to remember it, mcshow.co.uk, <laughs> and the code is mmmat. No, it's, it's just mmmat, mmmat, M-M-A-T-T. It is mmmat, but what's mcshow? Mcshow, www.mcshow.co.uk. That's like a farming expo, isn't it? Mcshow. Now, our product of the week. Oh, I love this. Oh, we love to look at it. Hang on a second. Yeah. Hang on a second. Let's get it. Oh, is it a she-we? No, it's not no, a she-we. It looks like a she-we. It doesn't me. look like yeah. a she This, This is the collapse. You had to do that, didn't you? I had to do that. If you're just listening, that's going to sound very strange. What is it then, Matt? <laughs> so this is the freshwater trunk kit. <laughs> That was me extending the pipe, by the way. I've never really called that before. <laughs> <laughs> so this comes with attachment that goes on the tap. It's like a universal attachment. So you just pull this bit out, yeah. hook it over the tap. So pull the bit out on the shiwi, put it over the tap, <laughs> and the then t- connect this. Connect it to your hose. Yeah, and, and then this extends. Yeah. And then you can you can bend it, force it into a shape to get it into your water carrier. Wherever your water Genius. is. Yeah. And then what's, it, it, what's it called? Freshwater trunk kit. So this is the freshwater fitment, uh, fitment, and this is the trunk. And yeah. you just squeeze it back together. That makes a great noise. Completely though. reusable, as Matt is now demonstrating by putting it back, putting it in a bag, and then selling it to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it actually comes. It comes. Yeah. Yeah, you've blown down this one. We can't sell this one. Yeah. It comes with a carry bag as well. Look at that. Oh, that is little so drawstring. So Stylish. Well, it's going to be wet, isn't it, after you've yeah, used it? So it goes it in the bag, yeah. pop it in the cupboard. Yeah. Brilliant. How much? Use, use it again? No idea. No. <laughs> but not pans and pans. <laughs> no, it is. It's uh, 14 99 Oh, it's a bargain. As we record this. I'll that, have to. Yeah. Yep. Well, you could get a discount online as well if you sign up to our mailing list, get 10% off. How do you do that? Just go to thatleisureshop.com, sign up for the newsletter, and uh, get your 10% off. Easy. Fantastic. So yeah. one forty nine. There you go. Uh, it is the Motorm Home Mat podcast brought to you with that leisure shop.com. Today we're talking hot, hotter, and hottest understanding your motorhome control systems. Now, usually I understand you don't get a choice, but you say this is a crucial part uh, of the motorhome that you'll use every time you travel. Just explain yourself, would you, Matt? So, when you're buying a motorhome or caravan, the heating system and hot water system is predetermined for you by the manufacturer. You either get a diesel-powered heating system by a company like Wabasto, or you get hot water and heating system from a company like Truma. There's also companies like Alda that do water-filled or liquid-filled radiators. And the Truma control systems and the Alda control systems are there. You can't normally change them. So you don't have 
a choice in the control system in your motorhome. But people do like to know what control system they're going to get. And it's fair to say some are easier to use than others, and they come with different features and benefits. So the heating system controls can become a factor in the choice of which motorhome or caravan model you buy. So it's important to know what heating system is in it before you make the purchase. So what exactly does it do? Is it just about turning the heating on and off? Turning the heating on and off, adjusting the temperature uh, and turning the hot water on and off as well. So you can wash up in warm water or have a shower in hot water. That's fundamentally what the boiler does. So it's like your thermostat at home and your central heating at home? Yeah, absolutely. Now, Wabasto, I mentioned the diesel heating system. They've become more and more commonplace. I think they're probably a bit cheaper. And of course, they, they don't need gas to work where the other systems need gas. Now, bottled gas, as we know and discussed at length, is becoming much harder to find with a shortage of, of Cala bottles. Um, so some people are fitting a refillable gas system. If you're going around the UK, you don't want to be you know, reliant upon gas. Uh, and of course, diesel is prolific. So having a diesel powered heating system may be a factor. And some people I know when their motorhome arrives, they go, oh, it hasn't got gas heating, it's diesel, it's new. Now, the Webasto system is very good. Personally, I don't think it's as good as the Truma system, and they are a bit noisier. There's also Whale. They make diesel and, and gas-powered heating systems as well. So there's a big choice out there. So if you're looking at a particular motorhome model, it's important to understand what heating system is in it and what the controls are and what functionality and benefits and features it, that it offers you. So you've mentioned which ones you prefer, but is there a best one? Uh, that's a good question. If you live in a part of the country where it's hard to get bottled gas, then a diesel system is something to consider. Down here, there's, it's kind of you know hit or miss, really. There's parts of our region where there is no bottled gas. I know we get friends coming to us from Plymouth, uh, customers, and from Manchester. There's just no Calagas in those areas for them, and they come and buy it from us here near Western Superman, which I find remarkable. So you know, having gas system for them is difficult. I love the Elder system. It doesn't rely on blown air. The Truma boiler relies on blowing the hot air around the motorhome. We've got that in our motorhome, and I have to say it's brilliant. The Elder system is generally more expensive. It relies on convection, so it heats the radiators exactly like at home, so you don't get hot and cold spots like you do with blown air systems. Uh, and it just moves the, the cold air out of the way. It's very clever. It takes a bit longer to get warm, uh, 45 minutes typically, but once it's warm, it's lovely. Now, you've been talking to somebody about this, haven't you? Yeah, we were privileged to catch up with two of Truma's leading lights uh, at the NEC show. This was actually recorded back in October 2022, believe it or not. And I spoke to Mark and Sue, who are from Truma, and we asked them a little bit more about some of the new products they've got coming onto the market. Why do you come to a show which is full of the end user? Tell us more, Sue. Okay, well, the manufacturers obviously are fitting our products, but without the feedback from the end user, we don't know how successful they are. And obviously, when decisions have been made, when they're buying caravans and they're choosing between two options, they need more information on that actual product that's in there. So generally, they'll come over to Truma and we have products here where we can actually give them demonstrations and hopefully that will help them in their decisions on which caravan to go for. That's interesting. So based on the heating system manufacturer, you think has an impact on whether or not they buy that caravan? Absolutely, for sure, because they might have had a particular brand previously, but the specification of the van that they're more interested in on this time has got a different one. Yep. So they'll want to know the differences, basically. 
and many manufacturers offer a choice, don't they, as they, they go through the range of, of caravans and motorhomes on different types and makes of heating and hot water. Yes, they do, but obviously that will depend on, on the spend of a van. Yeah. You know, different level entries have different specifications. Yeah. yeah. Mark, you're here in your operations manager and technical <laughs> capability. What's the number one question that you get asked, and be honest? I suppose on our side, it's it, as Sue said, it's an understanding of the product. I'm lucky we've got a, a lot of the team out here that, that will explain how the products work from there. Quite often, me personally at the show, it tends to be one of the main dealers or one of the manufacturers that will come to me and say, can you do this for our vehicle? Can you supply that? And sometimes, can you fit it? Because we, we, we actually have a team of engineers, so we will agree if a customer wants something bespoke, sometimes we'll, on a solar panel, we might go to that dealership and, and, and put something on for them in addition to how the manufacturers actually put it on from standard. As an involvement, as, as most industries and people do, we've, we've moved on our control panel that's been out for about 10 years. We've now gone to a touch screen, so it's, I suppose, a bit like the iPhones and a bit like the, the iPads that we used to. Uh, it's a lot more intuitive. Uh, so again, it's just showing people that and, and, and launching it so they know what's available. And does the new control panel still have the iNet functionality as well? Oh, you've done your research, haven't you? No, I've had one for years. <laughs> I love, I'll tell you what, the best feature for me is walking on the beach and turning the hot water and heating on before I get back to the motome. I love it. Wow. Fantastic. Yeah, it doesn't do that. <laughs> it's rubbish. It's, ironically, it's called the Ina X panel, uh, so so it, it it is an involvement to that. So currently, whereas you say you've got the app, you can you can you can download it, you can change the heating, put the hot water on, turn it off from that side. It has a, a Bluetooth capability in in from the vehicle. What you're talking about having the the chip in for for sending the messages, ironically, is is that next stage. So that isn't out at the moment but it is is due out that's a great feature honestly it's one of the best features for me of the truma system in our motone uh, we love it i came out when did inet come out six years ago four yes, years yeah. ago yeah um, it's that yeah. linking it up and, and 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 it's something that truma have done quite well so if, if you look at the uh, air conditioning units um you can actually into any of our control panels you can link up so you've got the comfort of, of setting you know 20 degrees so go abroad it might be five bring it down from 30 or 40 down to 20 but at night when it drops load automatically the heating will come on in conjunction aircon shuts off and it'll hold it at 20 degrees. oh that's really clever so you've got that. your climate control um, but the new panel although um, at the moment you can't do use it through your phone from a large distance it does actually control more items in the caravan so it's not just heating aircon um, it's your lights uh, it's your water pump so it automatically replaces the manufacturer's control panel in the van we've got the ironx x panel and the ironx pro now if you're someone that's had our product in, the, in your caravan with a CP Plus panel, it will replace that that only controls the combi heater or the air conditioning unit. Some of the manufacturers have got the Pro where it's integrated into the system where it then could do the lights and the water. But that's not something you could retrofit. Right. It is something that has to be built in with the caravan initially. So, so from the beginning. So let me just clarify then. If I've got a CP Plus control panel... 
This is very techy. You're loving this, aren't you, Mark? I am, yeah. Um, can I upgrade to this new panel? Absolutely, yes. Yeah, it's quite, quite an easy part to it. The, the data cables are the same at the back, so it, it will just literally be a slightly smaller aperture behind that we, for this new panel to go into. Uh, you're picking the 12-volt panel the same, so any dealer can sort that out for you, or, or, or even ourselves, you could bring it in, we would sort that out for you at our Dove Valley Park. So I want to talk to you about that. So just on the aperture, just stay there for a second. Is there a panel that you supply that fills the hole in? Because if it's a smaller panel... No, it's a large, it's slightly larger, so you're cutting out a little oh, bit larger from that side. Right. And that template comes with it, so it's, it's very simple and, uh, and taking from there. So it's a self-fit if I wanted to do it? Yes. I am tempted and I might try it and I'm going to let you know I get on. But if I want to come to you, and this is great for customers and consumers of your product, because you're very much a kind of a, a backroom brand, aren't you, really? Yes. You know, it, it, the Motomo Caravan arrives with all your kit yes. in it. Yes. If people have a problem, they can come to you in Derbyshire, Dove Valley, isn't it? It's massive. Yes. And they can come to you and have it fixed or assessed or serviced. Well, can't they? Tell us more. Yeah, so we've got a, a two-bay uh, area and we appreciate that a lot of the dealerships sell, particularly at a show where you, you might be buying from uh, up north or way down south, and if, if it's something that th- there's issues where um, you can't easily get back to the to the dealer that you bought, we're happy for that customer to come into us to, to, to give them advice or rectification from there. and. Uh, Likewise, if there's if there's a product that somebody uh, particularly would like fitting, uh, we we will uh, we will have engineers that can sort that out as well. So you don't have to go to a dealer, you know, if you're closer than than the supplying dealer. People can do that. Is that right? Our main function is to support the manufacturers and the dealerships. So we tend to be sort of almost like the relief valve. So if if the dealer can't get to a customer or they can't sort out a, 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 an air conditioning. Uh, unit or they can't resolve an issue because of the, of this proximity we're quite happy for that customer to come into us for us to, to support and your customer care team i mean paula is amazing and her whole team are brilliant aren't they yes absolutely. um if the people have got an issue that they shouldn't hesitate should they to get in touch and you'll help point them in the right direction yeah, we put huge investment in that, if, if I'm honest. You, you're right, Paula Paul does a, a grand job and she's got a large team to, to take calls, to take emails and then uh, following on from that, we appreciate, particularly from COVID, there's been people that have, have, have struggled in getting uh, engineers trained up, They, you know, working on product and sometimes it's just about understanding the product. So we have a technical team that's sort of on the road with six engineers that will go out and just support dealerships. So again, if there's something coming in, Paula and her team will find the local dealer, get them booked in there, and if that dealer goes, oh, we've not come across that, we'll even send an engineer to give training and support from that product as well. So that was Mark Tricker, the Quality and Technical Operations Manager at Truma, and Sue Irwin, who's the Marketing Manager at Truma. Yeah, brilliant. Thank you, guys. Really great to get your insights into the product range. And I have to say, I would echo what they were saying. If you've got a technical problem with your Truma system, do consider going up to their base at Dove Valley in in Derbyshire. Um, They really are super helpful. The team there are fantastic. Uh, They are a big company, but they really are like a family business. It's it's amazing. It's quite inspiring, I have to say. Uh, And they genuinely are passionate about helping you. And as I started the interview by saying, why do you come to the show? They kind of don't need to, really, because, you know, the consumers aren't demanding their products. The manufacturers are but they choose to go to invest in that relationship between 
their product and the consumer, which I, I find very inspiring. Yeah, really to be, good. To be seen. To be seen at the show yeah, and, and talk to people as well. And they love getting the feedback on the product. Yeah. Interestingly, we are now here in August 2023 and the ability to send a text message to my brand new Truma iNet system still doesn't exist. So Mark was hopeful it would be with us the beginning of this year. It is still one of the best features of the iNet control panel. Uh, but the new panel, which is very, very easy to use, still doesn't have that capability. You can connect to it on Bluetooth, but I think, well, what's the point of that really? Because, you know, you can just sort of stand up and touch it. Um, you don't need to be connected to it to Bluetooth. I suppose if you're lounging, don't want to get up, then then great. But the app is superb. Sending a text message, if that's a feature that you want on your motorhome, don't buy one with this brand new system because at the moment that feature isn't available. Whether it will be an upgrade, we'll see. But at the moment, unfortunately, it's still not available. And we'll let you know uh, when that changes. And uh, if you're a bit confused there, Bluetooth is within a few yards of uh, something that you can uh, talk to from your phone or from your computer. But if you're, say, out uh, sightseeing or in a restaurant and you want to turn the heating on back in your motorhome, if it's Wi-Fi connected, then you can do that from much further away. I'm right. Well, this is here. via text. So it actually sends a code over a text message. So you could be thousand miles away. I loved getting the app out in the pub. Look at this. Turn the heating on. Turn your heating on. She's, she's in the van. I tell you, it's a rock and roll life, isn't it? I tell you, I turn the heating up full. Jesus, <laughs> what's going on? It's boiling on. <laughs> so, there you, so there you go. Uh, apparently they all do the same job, but it depends on what flexibility you want. That's what you've written down here. Well, it's very me. true. Yeah, that, so you could apply that to life, couldn't you? <laughs> I do, Keith, every morning. <laughs> Anything that would apply to. Anything flexible in the morning just doesn't exist for me. <laughs> As we always say, your experience matters. And so if you've got something to add to this, then please do get in touch. Uh, we'll give you all the ways of getting in touch at the end of the podcast. We'd like to hear your experiences in your motorhomes and caravans. It's the Motorhome Map podcast with me, Keith Gooden. And me, Motorhome Matt. Brought to you with leisureshop.com. My favourite part of the whole programme every week is the listener questions and answers. Michael McDowell has been in touch. Hi, Matt. This is Mick from Jersey. We have a Bailey Adamo 75-4i 2022 model. I just want to ask this question. It has not been homologated for towing. If... I upgrade my payload, would that change so I could tow? Many thanks. Cheers very much, Michael. He hasn't been homologated. <laughs> well, his motorhome has been homologated. What the hell is homologation? <laughs> really? Well, how many people can it carry and what weight is it? Really? Yeah, so when you get the van, the manu motorhome manufacturer takes it through a homologation process, which in turn <laughs> is true, which in turn... <laughs> <laughs> Which in turn, I had it with chips once, I didn't like it. <laughs> was it battered? Yeah, yeah. So they, they go through a homologation process, which in turn creates a certificate of conformity. That is its weight, so its gross weight, its curb weight, thus its payload, and how many passengers it can carry when travelling. So belted seats. Homologation. There we are. It's an important go. thing. We've been, we've been doing this for a while, and that's the first time that's come up. Well, there we are. Every day's a school I day, Keith. That. He sent you a photo, hasn't he? He has, yeah. It's um, him naked in the bath. <laughs> yeah. No, the other photo. The other one. Right, yeah. Sorry, yeah, that one. Thanks, Mick. So, Mick, I actually sent Mick an email and said, uh, I need to understand a little bit more about the spec of your Adamo. And asked the spec him, of your what? 
Adamo, that's the name of the motor. Oh, is it? Right. Abelia, just, to, just, just clarify that. Abelia Adamo. In the face of homologation and all the rest of it. <laughs> Adamo. Yeah. It's a bit like ibuprofen. Yeah, yeah, yes, ibuprofen. You have to listen to last week's for yeah. that one. Um, <clears throat> and so he did. We finally found it. It was on the driver's door, I think it was, or the passenger's door, not under the bonnet. And interestingly, the gross weight of his vehicle can be 3550 kilograms, so over three and a half tonnes, which means you'd have to have a C1 to drive it. Uh, and the maximum weight it can be with a trailer is 4250, which I found surprising because that's very low. So it would mean that if he was to upplate it or literally use the maximum weight, giving him the maximum payload, he can actually only tow 700 kilos, which is not very much at all. It's a camping trailer, isn't it? It's a very small caravan uh, and not really a tow car. So the thing to do here is look at the plate. Um, we've talked at length about this in, in payload. There are four numbers in a column. The first number is the gross weight that the vehicle can be. The second number is the gross weight the vehicle can be with a trailer. And then the third line is the front axle. And the fourth line is the back axle. They are the maximum weights that they can be. But this transit, the maximum train weight, it can be as 4250, which is really quite low. So my suggestion to Mick was to get in touch with a specialist that might be able to make this vehicle heavier or have a heavier capability. Uh, There's a company called SV Tech. We want to get them on the podcast to talk about payloads, and uh, we will be doing so over the course of the next few weeks and months. But um, my suggestion was to, to give them a call, give them the VIN number, the long number, which on a Ford Transit starts WF, uh, and they would be able to advise him what can be done, whether he can make it heavier. Now, that might involve changing some suspension components, changing the wheel size, changing the tyre size. There's lots of things that you can do to a vehicle to potentially give it a heavier payload uh, and a heavier train weight. There you go, uh, Mick. I hope you enjoyed that. Or is it Mike? Or is it Michael? We've homologated your Adamo, and <laughs> I hope you're very, very happy. Uh, if you can't take much weight, just leave the mother-in-law at home. Boom, boom. <laughs> Uh, Tim Long is in Bista. Hi, Matt. Love the podcast. And as someone looking to buy a motorhome, you share really invaluable information. Two questions. No, Tim. Not two. <laughs> He's getting Let's his money's ask worth. Ask a question. Go on, let him. Go uh, for it, Tim. Go uh, on. Oh, all right, then. Uh, can we hire from you over a weekend, Friday to Monday? Yes. And question number two. What are the pros and cons of buying a motorhome more than 3,500 kilograms? I get more payload and space, but as new entry into the market, I see many below 45 thousand pounds or over three and a half thousand kilograms for the layout we want auto trail he says sales folks tend to say you're getting better build quality suggestion for your podcast site as well by the way am i missing a search function as scrolling the extensive back catalogue is not so rewarding to find key topics what do you think then matt well good question firstly yes you can hire from motorhomeholidaycompany.com Friday to Monday, I reckon 90% of our customers do that, particularly out of season. So, yeah, go and check the website for the really helpful team on the end of the phone as well. Pros and cons of buying one. Greater payload means, of course, you can take more with you. And the road tax is going to be cheaper, oddly. So on a vehicle that's a private heavy goods vehicle, it's £165 a year, has been for years. If you're a private light goods vehicle, the price is going up and up and up. It's currently nearly £300 a year. So it's almost double. Um, so those are... I'd say the main big benefits. The downsides, you're going to need a C1 to be able to drive it. That's the license category, so an entitlement to drive over three and a half tonnes. Uh, our friends at Life Beyond Bricks, they're a YouTube channel. Uh, they live in their motorhome with their three cats, and they did this. They upplated their motorhome to, I think, four tonnes, and poor Tash can't drive it 
because she doesn't have the C1. John has now taken his licence. I think two years has passed. So she is now driving it around with L plates on with John in the passenger seat. So that's the only way that she can actually drive the motor. But without John there, she can't drive it. So that's a consideration too. I reckon it could be harder to sell with a heavier weight because you're narrowing down your audience to an age group that either passed their test before January 97 uh, and had what we'll call the grandfather rights. You and I both have it. We can drive a a C1 or someone who's since taken the test. Uh, And of course, once people turn 70, they lose that C1. So you really are reaching a narrower age group. You mentioned prices, um, 45k and you say auto trail. There are a lot of auto trail motorhomes, which you know, arguably are good build quality. If you're a salesman selling one, of course they are. They have very small payloads at three and a half ton. In fact, very impractical payloads, a hundred and something kilos, which is why they are normally over three and a half ton to make them actually usable. The other consideration is toll prices in, in Europe. They could be more expensive uh, if you declare that you're over three and a half tons, particularly in Denmark and Germany. So if you're going to Europe, Expect to pay a little bit more on the tolls. The search criteria, Maddie listened to this, and she has actually put categories now on the website. So you can search by categories in a list on the sidebar, and you can filter by topic. So there you are. Thank you very much for the suggestion. Done. So hopefully your search in the future will be easier. Thanks, Tim. Thanks for your questions. Many of them, more than two as well. Uh, Sam Brain <laughs> is in Portavogi. Is that right, Portavogi, or is it Portogafogi? I've no idea. I don't even know where that is. No. Well, anyway, Matt, I live in and sat my driving test in Northern Ireland. Mm-hmm. And I hold a UK driving licence. I'm currently 39 and sat my test when I was 18. I was aware that during lockdown, BE restrictions were lifted and anyone with a normal licence was able to tow a trailer or a caravan. I do not think this applied to Northern Ireland residents, despite us having UK licences. What I find even stranger is that if I was a few years younger or older, I would have a licence with BE on it. My brother, who is 10 years older than me, has BE, and another family member 10 years younger has BE. I find it crazy that I have to sit a test for this. Can you clarify this whole BE situation in NI? (laughs) Well, I'm afraid that you're right. You can't. Uh, tow without taking a test because you're in Northern Ireland. So, yeah, the uh, rules were changed. It was September 2021, uh, and they were lifted in in the UK mainland only, so England, Scotland and Wales. So the change didn't apply to Northern Ireland. So, yeah, you are still under the old rules, I'm afraid. You're quite right. Um, there is a whole episode on this, and maybe that's why this question has come up, where I interview a lady called Sharon Sparks, from Mendip Towing, and we unpack a little bit about this BE change and what impact has it had on road safety uh, and the future, and also the review of the C1 restriction and whether Parliament are going to lift that uh, and take us back to the old days. Um, So go and check that out as well. But yeah, I'm afraid... Uh, Sam, you are quite right. You have to take a test to tow a caravan. There are Sam in Portavogi in uh, Northern Ireland. We have to always bear in mind as well uh, that you share an open border with the EU and that is going to have an impact over the years. Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah. 
Okay, then, if you'd like to sponsor this podcast, the Motorhome Map podcast, we'd love you to get in touch because we talk directly to your customers and we want to tell them all about what you have to offer. How do people do that then, Matt? They can very easely. You can check out our sponsorship packages at motorhomemat.co.uk forward slash sponsor. Did you know that we're now reaching over 200,000 people? We talk about over 100,000. It's double that. That's more than Wembley Stadium. (laughs) <laughs> can you imagine that all, yeah. of, all of us in Wembley Stadium and you on stage yeah. <laughs> yeah. yes with doing my magician act <laughs> that magic act yeah that magic yeah. act that's mm. a ticket I won't be buying yeah. <laughs> so how do people get in touch very easily go to motomat.co.uk forward slash ask Matt we'd love to get your question by recording it on the orange button uh, do tell us where you are when you record it or if you'd rather not record it you can submit it on the form on the page you'll find us on socials too on instagram facebook tiktok and of course on youtube apple and spotify reviewers as well yeah please if you've not yet done so would you leave us a review if you're listening on apple or spotify it really helps promote the podcast and get it up the rankings if you can leave us a five-star review we'd be ever so grateful and would you share it with a friend as well maybe there's someone you know who you think ah this they would find this really helpful then go and spread the word and help us share the podcast to as many people as we possibly can Thanks for listening to the Motorhome Matt podcast. Remember to check back here for more episodes full of hints and tips and helpful advice. We'll see you soon for another Motorhome Matt podcast brought to you with thatleisureshop.com. <laughs>